0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. I hope you guys enjoyed our last episode on prayer. Today we're gonna jump right into talking about fasting. So before we start, I just would wanna go around the table and talk around uh, about our experiences about fasting. So who wants to go first? I guess Josh. That's
1: what I was yeah, out. so you uh, should go. <laughs> right oh so that fasting. Uh What's your
0: experience with it? A lot.
1: <laughs> Not that I've fasted many times, but it's powerful. I believe that um, to talk about prayer and forget fasting is mm. is completely, completely uh, uh, ignorance, I guess. Um, but yeah, fasting, uh, the time where I really sought the Lord and had some of my amazing breakthroughs for his glory. Uh, It was powerful. Um, The time where, first time I did it, no food whatsoever, just water, straight seven days. (laughs) After second day, I'm dying. (laughs) And it was, it's an experience. Mm. It's an experience, Mm. it's an encounter. I don't know. I have no words for it because I know it, the time where I encountered and I got filled by the Holy Spirit Himself mm. is. It was right after that. Mm. The time where um, I received the gifts of tongues is was. It was right after that, mm. and it was special. And I know I, all I know is that it's more than the hunger. It's more than a hunger strike. Mm. That's not what fasting yeah. is about. It's it's about that seeking him and building that intimacy, being intimate with him, basically. Mm. And that's what I believe what fasting is about. But today we're going to define that after we hear from Pastor Tom's experience (laughs) and Joyce's experience.
0: So yeah, Pastor Tom, want to go first or would you like me to go first?
2: No, you go first. first.
0: Well, it's kind of the same thing with Josh. I like from my past experience with fasting, Mm. you can never fast without praying. Mm. So it's kind of timely that we had talked about prayer in the last episode, but Mm. I've done different kinds of fasts like biblical fast so I've done the Daniel fast Mm. I tried the Esther fast but um I was more successful with doing the Daniel and just like Josh I think I tried for the first I think seven days just water Mm. and yeah after the third day like you start getting you start feeling physically what what happens it it kind of feels like a detox essentially Mm -hmm. but in that just like what Josh said you're not starving yourself it's in the time of prayer and in that moment of being able to only rely on God's strength and sustenance, do you really realize that this body that you're in, it's merely just a contain container for what who you truly are, which is a spirit. And so during those moments of fasting and prayer, it's just like Josh had said afterwards, like the amount of breakthrough and just the intimacy that I, I began to discover with God just exponentially grew Mm. and even just being able to tap into the supernatural you know I would start getting dreams and words of knowledge for people and they were like you know valid to to the people that I was talking to and at the time I was quite young I was 19 when I started taking my faith seriously and Mm. during those times having to you know build your faith and ask people hey I'm I'm just testing this out Mm. but I was wondering if so and so if this sounds you know familiar with you and them it resonating with him i was like wow god like this is completely you it's not me you know so good but yeah that's my experience with fasting and prayer
1: i want to add this like i know we're just starting but i'm like getting excited with this because i know the first time i fasted i don't even i'm not i don't even know if i was doing it right Right. because like (laughs) that the expectation or at least what i was hearing before is that hey you want breakthrough in your lives you have prayers or requests to the lord um that sometimes you would need to fast yeah at least that was my approach it's like i gotta fast so i can have this breakthrough in my life that's actually a lie Mm -hmm. because i think you know after fasting you get so intimate so close with the lord Obviously, you're feeling you're you're filled by him, right? You know, you're you're, you're dependent on him, mm-hmm. and just as Joyce said, you you feel your body so vulnerable, like you're so weak, and all, you understand that only the Lord can sustain you throughout this time. Um, it was a very it's it's a time where I was so close to the Lord that I could hear His voice, so that word of knowledge was so quick. You know, you just. You carry his heart, you carry. you start understanding that this heart inside of you, this desires that is no longer your desire but his desire. You just start manifesting that. And you start walking in the reality of kingdom. And that's you start walking in the breakthroughs that you, you used once asked. But it's not because it's not for you to do so that you can have your breakthrough, mm-hmm. which was my approach the first time I have fasted. I fasted, but God was so faithful to mm. to deliver and and still bring those breakthroughs. And like I said, we're the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Where at that moment, it was only God. You talk about gifts, you know. I read my Bible, and you, Paul himself, talked about the gifts of God, gifts of the Holy Spirit. And you just desire for that. It's for you to have, but it's not. So you can have this power whatsoever, but it's, it's, it's God's will. Mm. And to activate that, you, you seek him, Mm. you, you seek him with all your heart. I think that was the heart then and God was faithful. Mm. Even now. So. Yeah. Amazing. Mm -hmm.
2: I'm just um, processing what you guys are saying. (laughs) Um, My question is how, like, how did you arrive? Like, some must have told you about fasting, or mm, you yeah. heard about fasting, right? And uh, so, how how did you come to that? Like, how did you come to that knowledge of fasting?
0: Personally, well, I guess growing up in church, yeah. right? We, you know, you you live you live with people in, in the church, like they become your family. And I remember this was kind of the first encounter with fasting. We had a family friend who had mm-hmm. cancer. And so we were really contending for him. And so the church held a, I think a month-long prayer and fasting for him. So that's kind of where it began for mm. my understanding of it. And just like had Josh had said, I think before, without, you know, really delving in because I was young. My understanding of fasting and prayer was you do it so that you can get what you want type yeah. thing. Mm. Rather than thinking it's an opportunity for you to really strip yourself off of anything that's, that's distracting mm-hmm. so that you can kind of really stay in tune with God mm-hmm. and hear what he has to say and, and and vice versa, be able to converse with him. So that's mm-hmm. kind of where it began for me. It's really in church. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Josh. what?
1: Same. I guess the preacher that I was, the preachers that teachers, preachers that I was listening to back then were you know, the, some of the most <sighs> hefty breakthroughs that they, you know, come across with only came when they when they fasted so for me it was it was a challenge where i wonder what that feels like or i wonder if it's true there's that Mm. there there is that you know like curiosity inside of me where i need to investigate this i need to know Mm. this this is real and jesus himself talk about Mm. talk about in the word where Mm. some of the spirits I don't know. Like we can go on. We know the story where you know this boy that was possessed, Mm. demonized. Mm. Um, Jesus was talking about you know some some situations Mm. you know for the spirit to go. Mm. Sometimes needs fasting. Even that. Like I know you you have something you have a lot to say on that. But
2: what's your experience, Pastor?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'd like to well, hear it. Well, <laughs>
2: my experience is very different from you both because, you know, I grew up in a church, or a conservative church. I didn't talk about fasting. Mm. So you guys came from more charismatic uh, <laughs> movement. Yes. Mm. Uh, but for years and years and years, you know, I grew up in a very conservative church. Mm-hmm. Um, so we never talked about it. We didn't even talk about Holy Spirit. We didn't talk about right. fasting. Oh. Right. So um, my first experience was uh, right after my encounter with God. You know, I mean, most people on this program know I had an encounter with mm-hmm. God yanked out in the spirit, brought to the throne room, came yes. down and given a gift of healing. That's but um, yeah. that's just a quick, uh, <laughs> summary. short summary. <laughs> go back to the previous Yeah, Yeah, episodes. go back to yeah. previous episodes <laughs> to learn that. And so the key is, is my experience is I'm still curious about it. Mm. You know, I'm very curious because my first experience with fasting was actually when I was in Brazil. And I was at a trade show, and uh, there was this uh, probably mid- middle aged uh, Jewish lady. Mm-hmm. And she came up to me, of all people, she came up to me and she goes, You need to fast. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I'm going fast. I'm that? at a trade show, <laughs> right? I'm already struggling with the food here <laughs> because, you know. Uh, it's a trade and so, show. Yeah, and, 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 and you're hungry, right? Because you're standing mm. there talking to so many people. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you need to fast for three days. Wow. And I said, okay. And she goes, no, seriously, listen to me. You need to fast for three days. I don't even know you, but you need to fast for three days. So, wow. Yeah, so. I said, okay, so I just, for some reason, maybe it was her voice or her conviction or the way she spoke to me. Right. I decided to do it. And believe me, a lot of uh, guys that came with me to Brazil, they, they thought I was, I don't know, they thought I was, <laughs> you know, weird because- Not eating. Yeah, at the end of the trade show, you stand there for eight, 10 hours. Yeah. You're hungry. Mm. And so we I remember going to a sushi place and then they go, well, aren't you not going to order anything? I said, no, I'm fasting. You're fasting? I said, yes, I'm fasting. <laughs> and then, you know, I fasted. Mm. I was on water the whole time. No, no food. Mm-hmm. And by the s- end of the second day, mm. I got a call from my eldest son. And he was very distraught. Mm. He says, "That there's a lump that's growing on my back, and I don't know what it is." Mm. Wow. wow. And I go, "Oh, okay. Well, how big is it? Well, it's it's bigger than a golf ball. That's big." And and I said, "Oh, okay." And then I didn't say much. And I said, "I'll pray for you." And I continued my fast and I prayed mm. for my son, and. Get this, by the time I arrive in Vancouver, Mm. the lump has become so small. Come Come on. on. Okay. And then I said, you might as well go get it checked out anyways, whatever this is. And in the end, by the time he got it checked out, they said it was just a a blood vessel. Oh. That, I don't know, sometimes you get it. Injury from a sport yeah, thing or something. Your, yeah, pulled yourself or something. Uh, and, and the blood vessel just sort of lumped? They lump together and they, they grow. And, and wow, I said, I've never heard of that. Yeah, so I said, Oh, interesting. Mm. But till today, I know something happened. Mm. The lady, between the lady coming to me and between my son calling me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel very strongly it was a calling from God
0: mm-hmm.
2: for me to turn to him. Come oh. on. In the busyness of everything, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: especially if you don't know what a trade show is, a business trade show, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you're there to promote your products and and you're there to, you know, it's expensive, you know, Mm -hmm. every day is costing you like Mm -hmm. 25 grand to be there. You had better make some sales, right? Right. So, but the whole time I was turning to God because I was fasting Mm -hmm. and I was praying for my son. Mm. So, So that's why I say my experience was very different. Wow. It wasn't like I knew anything about fasting and it wasn't like I wanted to fast to get something. Yeah. But somehow God sent somebody to tell me to fast. And in that moment of fasting, I realized that something beautiful is happening. Come on. Right? Because, and so that's how my introduction to fasting was. Wow. And, I try to understand from what, you know, like biblically, like there's way in the Bible says that you have to fast. But there's plenty of examples of people, of prophets in the past mm-hmm. that will pray and fast mm-hmm. when they are in need of assistance from God. That's and, good. and, 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 they need to go through something. Mm. Like there's a going through of something. And the one thing that came to mind was when Jesus, Matthew chapter 4, he was let, let me tell you this, right after his baptism by John the Baptist, yes. he was, then the Holy Spirit came upon him like a dove. And he was led into the desert by the Holy Spirit. A lot of people don't get that. They think, oh, well, the devil is doing this, the devil. No, he was led by the Holy Ghost. Yes. And he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. No water, mm. no food.
0: And he was hungry.
2: Not many people can survive. but You can go on without food, but without water, I don't know how many days, but you'll be dead.
0: I think by three days, it's yeah, like car. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So, so that in itself is supernatural. But yes. here's the thing. He was supernaturally led by the Holy Spirit into mm-hmm. the desert. Into the desert. And he fasted. He fasted. Jesus himself fasted. And then he got through the straws. Mm-hmm. Right? And then, here's the thing. I was reading up on the Bible and in Matthew six sixteen, when Jesus was teaching his disciples uh, of basic principles of godly living,
3: mm.
2: you know what he said? He says, he says, he begins with when you fast. Yes, when. Right? So when you fast tells me, it's not if you fast. When, it's when you fast. Mm. So, there's something about fasting, which we truly, Mm. I mean, to be honest, I don't quite understand fully how or why, but I will continue to ask God. I know that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why fasting is so powerful Mm. in our walk as a Christian? Because prayer and fasting go together, yes, they're like the twins, and like you guys shared, many people have seen breakthroughs like crazy mm. when they pray and they fast. Mm. Mm. so that's that's my 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 introduction to fasting I don't know <laughs> I, I went on forever no,
0: that's good that's
1: yeah. actually that for me like that's even to, to hear this directly from you, mm. like, you know, just on this journey, you know, hearing from the Lord, uh, understanding what fasting is about. Because like I said, at the end of the day, we, we, we go back to the word. And actually, I just want to read this pastor, finish this, that passage, Matthew six sixteen. right? It says that, moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad, sad countenance, mm. for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. And we know the passage where John's disciples were were questioning Jesus' disciples about, you know, how come you guys don't do not do fasting, mm-hmm. right? And we know the whole story on that. How it's it, the, when the bride, so, as long as the bridegroom is 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 here on earth, he he made that reference, as as you all know. And we read from Old Testament how f- real fasting. Mm. It's not just hunger strike. In, in fact, you are to, to 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 go out there, give food to yeah. the ones, to the to the needy ones, the ones that don't have it. We read all these passages, and I feel like even as we speak to this right now, uh, as you highlight when you said you know when you fasted, it's it's an opportunity for you to turn to God. Turn to God. And just as Jesus said it, when you fast so it tells me that there's that there's that expectation to fast mm. whether we know the reason behind it right now or not there is that expectation and based from the experiences of uh, of the godly men and women that that we've been surrounded with we know that it's 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 not a it, it's not asking the lord just the way you said it it there is some there is there is that sense of seeking of assistance from the lord mm. and that is powerful coming with a heart where god i need you i'm not asking i'm not just asking for a breakthrough i need to understand what is happening right now mm. and as you lay your request your petition in prayers that you you take a moment with him to really make you enlightened of what he's trying to do in the situation that you may be in. Mm. And I'm just encouraged, even as you said, you know, you're still enjoying, you're gonna keep asking what, because even for me, I'm asking myself right now, do I really know fasting? Yeah. Or is it just what people around me are saying? Mm. But I do know one thing is that when I fast, when I fast, I get close to him. Mm yeah uh, that's
2: that's a good point josh i mean like i've countless i can go by what our constitution tells us the bible (laughs) You, you go down countless of examples of people fasting yes and um and it's almost like they didn't know the function of it, but some may know. Mm-hmm. But some come, came out of the fasting and then discovered the function. Mm. And so, wow. so I I I feel very strongly that if you're doing Bible study or if you are if you have like, you know, assembly, you're meeting together in church, or you're praying, uh, fasting is actually one of those. Very important yes. facet that God wants us to, to to actually go into. Mm-hmm. You know, like yes. it's, it's as important as your prayer. Mm. You can't just omit fasting, saying Neglect you don't it, have yeah. any emotional ties to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's the same thing you can say for prayer. Yeah. Right.
0: I don't feel like praying. Yeah. Thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Still so, do it though.
2: So the thing is. Like some of the things that I discovered uh, doing this uh, podcast on fasting is here's one example. I'm going to give you a few examples. Like um, Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to 17. Uh, I talked to you about Jesus in the desert, right? He was, he was there. He was led by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then the enemy was let loose to tempt him. Yeah, he basically, tempted. No, basically, mm-hmm. you know, the Holy Spirit is on the one that led him to the desert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So without the Holy Spirit leading him to the desert, there's no desert story. Come on. You get True. Yeah. So here's the thing. What was he doing in the desert? That's what my, my thinking is. Like, mm-hmm. You know, Come on. What, what was he doing? Number one, we have to understand that he was preparing for a ministry. So the fasting was a preparation for his ministry. His ministry only started right after Matthew 3, after the baptism when the Holy Spirit came upon him. Holy Spirit Mm. then took him and led him into the desert. Mm. So it was a season preparation. And the fasting's function was in preparation for ministry. Okay, here's another example. Acts chapter 14, 23. Okay? Acts chapter 14, 23. Now, this is about Paul and Barnabas. Yes. Right? And they prayed and they fasted for the elders of the churches before committing them to the Lord for His service. This is the part where they prayed mm. and they fasted. Wow. Like imagine us in church or even at work. Listen before you promote somebody at your workplace, did you pray and fast? Or you just promote him? right? So in that part uh, where Paul and Barnabas did that in Acts 14, 23, I feel very strongly Mm. they were seeking God's wisdom. So the fasting, Mm. the function of the fasting there was to seek God's wisdom. So there is that seeking. Yes. It's crazy. It's like, if you, if you break it down, uh, if you re- it's almost like after reading what happened <laughs> and then you can break it down and go, oh, this is so good. That's why fasting happened. Come on. My brain again. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm talking.
0: If you <laughs> guys could just see Josh and I just welling up uh. all this. <laughs> wow.
2: It's like crazy, right? I, yeah. started thinking, I started thinking, that's why I couldn't understand Fasting mm. until I had this revelation to look at it from this point of view. Mm. Like, okay, you want another one? I'll give you another one. Uh-huh. Here's another one. It's it's interesting. In Nehemiah, chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. Mm. Nehemiah mourned and fasted and prayed when he learned Jerusalem's walls mm-hmm. had been broken down. Yes, mm. we know. Mm. Leaving the Israelites vulnerable and disgraced. So... Think about why did he pray and fast? Why? You know what, what he was doing? Mm. To show grief. Even in the, the function of showing grief, well, you fast and you pray. Mm. Why is it that we lose a loved one? We don't pray and fast. It's a good challenge. Mm. We should pray and fast. Mm. You you ever remember King uh, uh, King um, David David mm-hmm. when his son when he yes. lost his son
0: Yeah, with Bathsheba
2: fasted. He went into prayer and fasted. Mm-hmm. Wow! And then he came out, mm-hmm. and he he rejoiced after the son passed away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like, "What are you doing? You're going to go eat?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. After yeah, he yeah. Yes. Because why, right? He said something very profound. I forget what he said now, but he said something about, you know, wh- why should he mourn?
1: Mm, yeah,
2: you know, anymore. So there is that part when you actually, when you're in grief, mm. in the process of grieving, that's so true. You pray and you fast. Why? And though? then we know the the end story. Nehemiah was given mm-hmm. the opportunity to go back. Mm-hmm and rebuild the wall he was given everything he was even given permit to go through all the Mm -hmm. different provinces he was given uh, lumber, timber to build the walls again, he was given everything Yes. because he prayed and he fasted and more so than that he showed grief Mm. come on so I don't know about you, but I I, I'm almost learning about fasting. After when I go back and see why they fasted, like
0: you just gain more like revelation. Yeah. My mind is blown right now. To yeah, be I'm honest, trying to too, process this I'm and like, like even. And I know
1: in, yeah, go ahead. Go. No, just in the book of Nehemiah too, where he, this is where he got that. This is where he encouraged people to where the joy of the Lord is my strength. Mm. We know that. Mm and the Lord sustains, mm-hmm. the Lord strengthens, strengthens, and it's so powerful. Mm. It's powerful, it's powerful. We know the story of Daniel too, as we, yeah. we could go, we could trace all this. No, all we this, should, we this, should. This man of God. And women. And men and women of God, you know, like whether old or Old Testament or New, New Testament, yeah. it, was, it was more than a practice.
0: It was a way of life for them, I feel like, too, now that we're we're discussing this again. Like, just re re-read rereading and just going through the books that I've read about fasting and the men and women that did fast. It was literally part of their practice, too. Mm. You know? Like, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Pastor Tom.
2: No, no, uh, go ahead, please.
0: But it's interesting to see that, you know, just as you mentioned earlier, how as believers, as Christians, we omit it because we don't have a feeling that we have to do it. Yes. Whereas I look at it now these men and women who who really, you know, were after the Lord, they had it part of their lifestyle. Like it was part of them. Like even mentioning about King David when he lost his son with Bathsheba, like mm. he was he fasted and prayed while he was still alive and then mm. once the child did die, of course he rose Again and ate.
2: He, he stopped fasting.
0: Yeah, he stopped fasting because he mm-hmm. realized how yeah, can he bring back the kid. No, yeah, no. And no. then afterwards, he ended up having Solomon with Bathsheba. So
2: you know, yeah. yeah. But so it's it's very powerful. Yeah. Like I think fasting is one of those aspect in Christianity. Um, as we walk with you know we walk together mm-hmm. as, as a corporate body uh, and and also Christ as our head. Mm-hmm. Like we, if our head. Did fast? Mm-hmm. Why are we not fasting? True. It's like there's something very wrong. Mm. <laughs> if if your, your your leader is doing it and you, you refuse, refuse to do it, yeah. Wow. So Come on. there's something about it, and and here we are actually this show today's uh, program. Mm. It's almost like a discovering, it, you know. It's it like is. a discovering, a rediscovering. So so oh, yeah. so, so here's another one I want to show you. Now, this is from Ezra, chapter 8, verse 21 to 23. And this is when Ezra declared a corporate fast. There's such a thing as a corporate fast because they were Mm. all corporately under threat. That's Mm. it. Mm. Right? They were all corporately under threat, right? So, and they corporately fasted and prayed, fast and prayed for a safe journey for the Israelites Mm. as they made the 900-mile trek back to Jerusalem from Babylon. They corporately prayed and fasted. Mm. Okay, think, think. Why did they do that? Number one, if I tell you, okay, Josh, your whole entire village in Cavite, Mm. you're going to have to pack up Mm. and then you're going to be tracking all the way up Luzon, all the way up to mm-hmm. to, to uh, Ilocos Norte, <laughs> which is like, I don't know how many hundred miles. Far, I think. <laughs> very, very far, right? Yes. Very far in the Philippines. Yes. I'm just giving an example. Oh, in Canada. Yeah. You've you got the whole British Columbia right. and you're leading everybody and you have to track all the way to Nova Scotia. Yeah. <laughs> so that to me, when I read that, that's, that's a challenging trip. Wow. You know, like mm-hmm. those days, they have to track by walking. Now think, your shoes will wear out, right. your food will right. wear out, animals will go after you, the sun will bake mm-hmm. you till you dry up mm-hmm. like a prune, mm-hmm. you or raisin. Like there's things going on that can happen. Yeah, right. So when you you exp- you know, when you when you think about it, you you want to arrive safely. So what does that mean in biblical term when you are brought from one place to another? Right? You can journey yourself but Mm -hmm. if you are to be brought from one place to another, you need a deliverance. Mm -hmm. You need somebody to deliver you. Mm -hmm. Somebody higher up, our Father in Heaven, Mm -hmm. to deliver you from this Babylon Mm -hmm. slavery place to freedom in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. So, Why did they corporately pray? They corporately prayed and fasted for deliverance. Mm. So how many times when we need deliverance as a family and we don't fast as a family and we wonder why? We wonder why we're not having breakthroughs because these are examples given to us by our King of Kings in heaven on how, he delivered his people to prayer and fasting, mm. corporately, corporately, mm. yet we don't do it. So again, today is just uh, discovery. I'm just discovering <laughs> things. I'm discovering again. things yeah. that uh, are <laughs> just blowing my mind. It's, Even this morning I was doing this and I was like, what?
1: It's amazing how you say it. <laughs> just with what you shared today, actually, like. What a revelation, yeah, because it's not you're not you, this is the Word of God too, as we read that, you know, I'm going back to what you just said earlier, there will be you know there's no desert story how Jesus walked in that desert for forty days, you know, if it wasn't the leading of the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit, yeah, but just some of the takeaways from this talk today were it's one way to to understand that hey you're being you're being prepared, mm. you know something is ahead yeah. and you need, you need to seek the Lord for his wisdom, wisdom. like you said mm. and in that process where obviously repentance takes it it it's daily we know that it's daily so there's a process of deliverance understanding you know what what you what you think you know hold on for a second because you know you think you know you just when you thought just when you think you know it all God's wisdom will always continue to surprise you. And I love how we're just discussing about this. And like you said, this covering all these things. Because yeah. it seems like every every time we jump into this and share topics, <laughs> subjects, we, we understand. Based, we can directly quote Bible. Yeah. But this is, I, I feel like this is a moment where, what do you know about this? What's mm-hmm. your experience about this? And I know there's people listening that are, they may have questions or may not you know they may be listening to this episode today and and i don't know what i don't know what's that what's that got to do with me anyway mm-hmm. but now that we're going back to this or now that we're highlighting this in this in this episode not only it must be not only that it is important but god is leading us mm. leading us not, not only to practice but he's leading us to live a lifestyle that 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 is also that is not away from fasting, if that makes mm. sense
2: I think prayer and fasting is inseparable, yeah, you know
1: yes, that's it.
2: I feel very strongly uh, after reading going through all these examples, and to see uh the breakthroughs they had is not about praying for the breakthrough, it's about it. doing your part, yeah. You pray to God, Mm. and it's like a one-way street. Mm. Mm. I want this, I want this, I want this. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What what are you doing? Mm. Your part. Mm. What's your part?
0: It's a relationship, so it takes two. Wow.
2: Well, my part is, I'm going to break off all this. Uh things, these earthly things. Wow. Mm. I want to be there yeah. at the same level in the heavenly thinking and yeah. the heavenly level wow. with you, God.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Because you know what? This body is not important. I'm so not going to drink or on. eat for 40 days. And you're going to sustain me. Right. And I'm going to be at that level of communication with you. Mm. And I feel that very strongly like, you know, like here's another example. I just can't get away from those examples. When I start researching more, here's another one uh, in the book of Jonah. Yes. You know, the book of Jonah, chapter 3, verse 10, says, when God saw what they did, that means the people in Nineveh, when they repented, mm. when God saw what they did and how they turned away from their evil ways, He relented. God actually relented and did not bring on them the destruction He had threatened. Come mm. on, So, but before then, when Jonah pronounced judgments against the city of Nineveh, the king himself, now king, you have to understand king, king is somebody that is above everyone. Right. And it's the representation of that nation. Yeah. Okay. So the king covered himself with sackcloth and sat in dust. He then ordered the people to fast and pray he ordered the people the whole nation to fast and pray because the whole nation was about to be subjected to God's wrath wow because they had been very very evil wicked yes if you know of the history of Nineveh Mm -hmm. evil nation right so but God is so merciful he went and he sent Jonah Jonah quite half believed that these guys were going to repent. He was, he was even like, you know, wow. But they repented. So in this situation, when the king, the king, he, let's just say he's a non-believer, okay? Yeah. A pagan king. He Most actually way. literally, he knew how to fast and pray. Hmm. So when he did that, Mm-hmm. It's 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 not even the prayer or the fast, it was an act of repentance. It yes. was a repentance. Mm. And when he did that, God when he did that, that when yes. he put sackcloth and threw mm-hmm. ash on himself, those were the days when they did that when they repent. God relented.
1: Mm. honored that. Yes.
2: You know, so so how many times when we just go around and say, Oh, I repent, I repent of my sins. Yet we don't pray and fast. Mm. Mm. Come on, we should. I'm. I'm almost want to think. I, I want to <laughs> get this sackcloth and dust, and I want to do it. Like you know, one of these days I'm gonna do it, and I want to just. I want to. I want to experience that because you know, if you don't experience that, you're just reading it from uh, a distance. Come on, mm. come on. There's so many never today. There's many Nineveh today. There are many individuals that are Nineveh today. And if you never experience mm. a sackcloth and, a, and, and, and an ash moment mm. of repentance, I feel mm. you haven't experienced it. Mm. You probably don't know it. Mm. But after reading this, mm-hmm. God can relent if you repent. You know, so that's really important to understand that in that moment when they fast and they prayed, it's because they repented.
0: (laughs) My mind is blown. Hmm? (laughs) My mind is blown. Me and Josh are (laughs) literally like,
1: it's all I know is what I could add to what was said to. It, it does fasting <laughs> you can't be telling me you fasted and it, it did not lead you to some form of repentance mm, or whatnot. not yeah. it will always lead you to the heart of, to the heart of God and when you're in the heart of God you are repentant you're there is that repentance that is taking place and yeah just in all addition I feel like
2: your eyes spiritually are being opened too right mm-hmm. and
1: Wow, a lot to take in this day.
2: This is a challenge to all of us. Yeah, This is a challenge to all of us. And it came from uh book of Judges chapter 20, 26. I just want to let you know the context of it, it was the, the Israelites were losing 40,000 men in a battle in two days. And they started crying out to God for help. Mm. And then all the people went to Bethel and sat weeping before the Lord. And they also fasted that day until evening. Only one day, man. They fasted that day until evening. They were weeping. They were mm. calling out to God. They were praying and they fasted. And guess what happened? The next day, the Lord gave them victory over the Benjamites. Come now, on. I feel like if you are lacking victory right now wow. in your life, That's it. Here, here's the challenge to all of us. Including mm. myself. If you're not having any victory right now, if you feel like, you know, everything that you've touched, everything that you've gone through, everything that you you know, the interviews you went out to and mm. this and that, you're not seeing victory.
3: Mm.
2: You don't have to be a Christian. I told you that. There mm. are people like the Nineveh people that they just prayed and fast. Mm. Now, here's the challenge. Pray and fast. Pray and fast. For one day, just one day. Come on. Totally turn to God and say, God, I need you. Pray and fast. And let's hold on to Judges chapter 20, 26, verse 26 and say, God, Maybe. I don't know you yet. Maybe you don't know God yet. You say, God, I don't know you yet. But I heard this over the podcast. In Judges chapter 20, 26, you give victory to the Israelites when they pray and they fasted. So I'm going to claim that right now. Mm. Over my life, I'm going to claim victory. Show me victory, Father. And that's my challenge to you. You don't have to be a Christian right now, but you try prayer and fasting. So good.
0: Amen. Wow. I am mind-blown again. But anyways, everybody, if you guys enjoyed this episode, Head on over to our NaturallySupernatural.life website where you can actually find the rest of our episodes as well. And if you'd like to connect with us, there's also a connect page there. So head on over there and you can email us us directly. And until next time, everyone, bye. See
2: you.